what we do here is go back, 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 back. Hey, listen, man, we got we got two options here. We can go over or under. Okay, y'all know where I'm going. It's the over. Come on, son. Are you serious? Welcome back to another edition of the Raider Take Podcast. I am Michael McDonald. With me, as always, is Andy McDonald. And we are through Super Wild Card Weekend. Micah did pretty terrible. Andy didn't do too bad. Bets were a little rough this week. But nonetheless, we had some exciting football. And we've got, you know, lots of stuff going on. Um, Raiders are in the offseason. A lot of stuff to touch on, go over. Andy... Tell us how you are, and then give the people a rundown of what we got for them today. Yeah, man, I'm good. It's um, I still don't understand why they call it Super Wild Card Weekend. Maybe it's because they, is it because they extended it to seven teams in the playoffs? I'm not sure. I think there's just more games on, right? Oh, because there's not two of, buys because of that. There's it, not two buys. Be, yeah, yeah, there used to be two buys, and now there's only one. But then there's extra games, so they're like even more. Yeah, they're like, hey, only one buy. Wait a minute. Let's call it Super Wildcard Weekend. Yeah, they're like they're like instead of a regular burrito, we're a super burrito because we added sour cream and That's cheese. That's a very good comparison, actually. Um, but yeah, man, I'm doing good. It's uh, you know, a lot of a lot of things to figure out for for the Raiders in this off season, which is exciting and also troubling. But we got football going, so what we're going to do is we're going to start off, um, jump right into the betting segment um, today. We'll recap last week. Micah gave you a little bit of inside information of how it went on his end, and then we'll give you some picks for this weekend. And then we are going to kick off our first Raiders seven-round mock draft. It is January, and we're getting into this thing right away. So, yeah, let's just jump right into it. First game of the weekend, the Seattle Seahawks took on the San Francisco 49ers. Micah took them – or Micah, not Micah took them. Micah took the under on that, unfortunately – it was a 64 burger, um, the Niners winning 41 to 23. And it was not funny in a sense, but like because we do this podcast and we do the content together, we were actually together watching this game um, at lunch. And he just kept looking at me and being like, this, this is not another game. You know, it was, it was a really, I mean, I think it was the first half. It was like, I think there was like 14, 13 or something like that. So there was still a chance. And then the Niners just kind of took off. So. Sorry, partner. Apologies on that. But uh, it was not an under game. The Niners do advance. And then the Saturday night game, we had the Chargers taking on the Jaguars. Jaguars ended up winning 31 to 30 after being down 27 to zero. So that was very interesting. And we weren't together. We were, at, we were together at a certain point and then you ended up going home. But by the time when you and I were hanging out, I picked the Jaguars plus one and a half and it was 27 nothing. So wasn't feeling great about that. Um, they ended up coming back to win, and so covered that one. But what it was a crazy game, that's for certain. So that wrapped up the Saturday games. Going into Sunday, the Dolphins took on the Bills. In that game, I had the Bills minus 13. Bills won 34-31. to 31. Did not cover that one. It was a weird game, especially with Skylar Thompson, who I was betting on. I'm like, and, and, and I said, like I, I toyed around with the over-under and said, I don't know if the Dolphins are going to score, and they scored 31 points. So I was wrong on that, and I was wrong in the fact that Bills minus 13. So 
Anywho, Bills do advance, though. Chalk that up as one loss for Andrew, one loss for Micah, and I did. So I'm one and one. You're all in one. Let's get on to the next game. Giants at Vikings. For this one, Micah had the Vikings minus three, and I backed you on this, man. I, I backed you on the podcast, and in other ways, I backed you too, right? Um, I felt pretty good about this. Giants end up taking the Vikings at their home stadium, winning 31 to 24. So unfortunately, not a cover for you, my friend. That was the upset of the weekend, I would imagine. So uh, yeah, Giants win 31-24. Mike, I'm sorry, we don't need to continue to hammer on. Well, I don't need to roll out the standings again, okay? Just, it was a tough one. It was a tough weekend for you and for me, for the most part. I lost all of mine, just so people know. Just, we'll get that out of the way right now. You know, I, <laughs> I said that the Giants were going to prove why they do not belong in the playoffs. And they did the opposite. So carry on. I, I thought that was a great bet. I'm like, this This was like the most solid I felt over the weekend outside the Bills. Um, and I was wrong on that. And I was wrong on this one. So it's okay. We can be losers together, brother. The Sunday night game had the Ravens going into Cincinnati. I took the over 40 and a half on that one. And this is where I'm never this lucky. Okay. The Bengals defeated the Ravens 24 to 17. So if you're keeping track at home, that's 41. I covered by a half point. Okay. It's the only reason why I'm on the winning side of the weekend here of this betting segment. So Bengals do advance there. It was a very interesting game. I don't know if you saw the play where Huntley tried to jump over to cross the goal line and it got stripped and Hubbard. Okay. It, that wasn't, I actually didn't see it. I was holding our daughter, shout out me, dad of the year, as you nominated me. And actually, you know, you awarded me <laughs> the 2023 dad of the year. Yeah, I just gave it to you. I wasn't. It wasn't even yeah. a nomination. It was just here you go. Yeah, and it was very kind. But here's why it's hilarious: is that there were some people at our house, and two of them were asleep on the couch. This is after you left, so you were not one of them. And I was just holding the baby. Some people were playing some games in the side room, and I just heard the living room erupt. It brought up two gentlemen that were asleep into this um, big moment, and it was a 99-yard fumble recovery from Sam Hubbard. And that ended up being the difference in the game. So there we go. And then to close it out, Monday night, the Dallas Cowboys went into Tampa Bay to defeat the Buccaneers 31 to 14. Micah had Buccaneers plus two and a half. Once again, dude, out of all the bets, I was like third most confident in this one. I felt really great about it. I think it was a shocker, honestly, like going into Tampa Bay and like really just dismantling them like that. I was surprised by, but anywho, that's the recap. Um, So Niners advance, Jaguars advance, Bills advance, Giants advance, Bengals advance, and the Cowboys advance to the next round. And so now we are on the precipice of the divisional round and not super divisional round because it's the same amount of games. So it didn't get the added title there. We're going to break it down with Mike is going to take the NFC again. I'll take the AFC. We're both going to pick one over under and also one against the spread. So the first game, I guess this is on me. Michael, why don't you introduce that? Yeah, of course. So I'm going to take the NFC games. You're going to take the AFC games. And we're going to start out with the Jaguars at the Chiefs. Uh, Chiefs are minus eight and a half. The over under is 52 and a half. Andrew, where are you at? Um, I'm very conflicted on this as we have the Chiefs, who I do not like, and the Jaguars, who um, I think I told you separately that 
there's one person I know in this life that is a Jaguars fan. And I've just been rooting for him just because it's a good story. Right. And then especially after going down 27, nothing ended up winning against the chargers took out another AFC rival, AFC West rival from us. This seems like it's not going to be close, right? It seems like the Jaguars are just happy to be there. And it's in the morning, you know, it seems like a chiefs just by 25. That's exactly why I'm going to take the Jaguars plus eight and a half. Give me them. Let's ride, baby. I am a Jaguar fan for the rest of the playoffs unless they play the Bills, which they won't because they'll probably lose this game. But what they won't do is not cover, and that's exactly what they'll do. Give me the Jaguars plus eight and a half. That is my AFC bet against the spread here. It doesn't feel right. I know that the Chiefs are going to be up 21 at halftime, you know, but the Jaguars have dealt with worse as they were down 27 at halftime. So let's do the thing. Give me Jaguars plus eight and a half. Yeah, that'll be that'll the Jags will have them right where they want them at that point. Exactly, right. that's the strategy. Yeah, we saw the Bengals. Uh, wasn't it the Bengals down twenty-one nothing against the Chiefs to go to the Super Bowl? Yeah, just saying. And the, to be honest with you, it feels like the uh, the Jags are kind of the Bengals of that year. Like, like the Jag- Bengals were good, and obviously whatnot, that. but like they were kind of like the Cinderella story of that season, mm-hmm. you know, going making it all the way to the playoffs, really mainly because they barely skated by the Raiders. But yes, that's to say. most important. Yeah, I feel great about it um, and not great about it, but we're riding with the Jags all day, baby. We're jagging off. Sorry for anyone that's listening. For you, my friend, the Saturday evening game, we have the New York football giants going to Philadelphia. Philadelphia is favored by seven and a half points. The over under is 48. Micah, is this your over under game or is this your against the spread game? Take it away. Yeah, for me, it looks like we're going to have some commonality in our rooting because I'm taking the spread. I'm taking the Giants to cover minus seven and a half. Not that I necessarily believe in the Giants, but I feel like um, 48 is a lot in comparison to the. 46 Cowboys and Niners is that so more by deductive reasoning but nonetheless the Giants proved me wrong uh, me going with them means they're absolutely going to get slaughtered probably get beat by 21 but needless to say Eagles coming in rest versus rust baby let's see what will happen see how uh, see how cold they are see if they can uh, live up to the hype but I don't think the Giants will win but they're gonna keep it close closer than than they really should so give me the uh, give me the Giants within four this is great the best part about this is this is like two sides of of gambling if you are legally allowed to is is that i took a team that i'm like hey the in the in the wild card weekend i'm like yo dude the jaguars are going to win and they're going to cover plus one and a half they're down 27 nothing and they came back and won i'm like wow they saved me i'm gonna ride with you you got spurned by the giants (laughs) and you're like you know what i had the vikings minus three I'm just going to go the opposite and I'm going to believe in you guys. And the 7.5 is important because that they could win 28, 21, 24, 17, if you keep them track at home and still cover. Love the bet. I, I jinxed you last, last week when I said, I love the bet, but I love that bet. Mike, gosh, dang, it's a new week. Man. Yeah. Let's get to Sunday then. Yeah. So the Sunday game, Sunday slate, first one here, we got the Bengals at the bills. Bills are minus five and a half. And the over-under is 48 and a half. Tell us why this is your over. Hey, listen, man. We got we got two options here. We can go over or under, okay? Y'all know where I'm going. It's the over. Come on, Seth. Are you serious? 48 and a half for these guys? I mean, with all due respect to the DeMar Hamlin, 
situation that happened Monday night, that game was off. That was off to some points, okay? Now, I think defenses buckle down. I'm very scared of the Bengals. Um, in a sense, their defense does have a incredible stat regarding the second half points that they've allowed. But 48 and a half, all we're talking about is 28-21. 28-21, send. You know what I'm saying? So I think that out of all the games, I just want to see points. Shoot me, okay? I just want to see points, all right? Sorry. So I, I believe, I mean, two high-powered offenses, I think their defenses are good enough to buckle down. Um, it's going to be in Buffalo. It's going to be early Sunday. But give me the points, man. Life is too short to bet the under. Last week, last weekend, I covered by 0.5 points. I'm going to cover by 0.5 points and give me a solid 49er tens, which does lead us into the next game. We got the Cowboys going to the 49ers. 49ers are favored by four points. Over under is 46. Micah, tell me why you're betting the under here. <laughs> Well, I'm not going to bet the under. You want to know why? Because the under burnt me already. That's, that's right? true. So now, now, so, now you're on the other side of it. I'm on the other side. The under burnt me. You know, life's too short to bet the under. I should have listened. Listened to my gut, right? Well, my gut told me it was going to be an under, so that's why I took it. I should have listened to the rules, the rules of the universe. End of the sea. Yeah, end of the sea. But nonetheless, going with the over here. I just think that the Niners are just hot right now, right? That offense is hot, 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 uh, looking very purdy, if you ask me. Ooh. And, you know, I don't believe in Dak, but I guess any given Sunday, I think put up points, right? If the Niners just keep putting 34 points up a game, then all we got to see at Dak is 12, well, 13 to cover. But I don't know, nothing else besides the fact that it's just, you know, some high scoring, some high scoring football. We saw that. Last week, which means this week will probably be the low-scoring week, but nonetheless, taking the over, um, and it just makes it easier, easier for both of us, right? To be on our on our rooting days, we got we're rooting for the spread on Saturday, call it some spread Saturday, and then shooting for the over Sunday, something like that, yeah, well <laughs> something along yeah. those lines. Oh, very good. But give me the over, give me over on that one. Well, we need that uh, twenty-seven twenty, right? Twenty-seven twenty. That's it. Easy enough. And all we'll be singing on Sunday is I want to brock and roll all night and purdy every day. You know what I'm saying? Pretty solid. <laughs> yeah, I didn't make that up. Uh, I, I stole that. Anywho, I'm with you, dude. I love points, and I'm glad that you love points, and I love that you love points. So um, those are the bets. So to recap, we have Jags at Chiefs. I'm taking the Jags plus eight and a half. We have Giants at Eagles. Micah is taking the Giants plus seven and a half. Bengals at Bills, give me the over at 48 and a half. Cowboys at Niners, give Micah the over of 46. I still hate whole numbers when it comes down to betting, but let's do the thing. We're going to move on and get into some Raider news, some Raider content here. Before we do, Micah, please tell the people who that RTP betting segment was brought to all of y'all's ears. Bye. Absolutely. As always, this episode is brought to you by DraftKings. The NFL playoff action continues. We're one step closer to Super Bowl 57, and for the NFL division round, check out DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. New customers can bet just $5 and get $200 in free bets instantly. Plus, all new and existing customers can take a shot at even bigger payout with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Boost your NFL winnings with each leg, 
you add up to 100%. As you guys heard, we're very, very interested in, in all of these games, and we got a lot going on all of these games. I think if anything, I think if I'm taking one out of these, I think you got to ride Bengals-Bills. It's going to be the best game of the weekend, in my opinion. you got to rock that over. We're going to see a lot of points, a lot of points out of that game. And if you want to bet on that, go download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code TPPN. New customers can bet $5 on any NFL divisional round and get 200 in free bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code TPPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. All right, and we are back with the last segment here of our podcast today. The RTP squad is going to bring you the very first 1.0 mock draft of the 2023 NFL draft for the Raiders as we have moved on and it's time to start looking at the draft, looking at free agency like we discussed. We are able to utilize this PFF mock draft simulator. Um, So what we're going to do is we are going to be Every Raiders pick starting at number seven. I'll give you a breakdown of how the draft is going. Mike is going to kick it off first. I gave him all the pressure to make the right pick. And Micah, before I ask if you'd like me to start this draft, do you want to make any trades right now? Or do you want to stick at number seven? I think let's just stick for now. We'll do just a a tried, tried and true how we are at the moment. There's a lot up for debate on what we can do, but... We'll just yeah, we'll 1.0. deal. Let's just yeah, do it live. We'll do a 1.0 with with where we sit currently, with what the website has for us currently. All right, at number seven, just did the simulator. We had the Bears, and we don't have to do this for everyone, but it's important for or like every pick, every round. Um, but for at least for the seventh pick, the Bears took Jalen Carter. Houston Texans took Bryce Young. Arizona Cardinals took Terry Wilson. Colts took Will Levis. The Seahawks took Miles Murphy. Lions took C.J. Stroud. So Micah. I mean, you got some you got some options here. You have Will Anderson that just fell into your lap, Brian Breesey, Paris Johnson, tackle from Ohio State, and Brian Branch, safety from Alabama, on the board right now. Where are you going? Well, it's stupid because Will Anderson shouldn't be there, and it sucks <laughs> because he's such an insanely amazing person. But I'm going to be not sexy. I'm going to be plain and vanilla. Give me Paris Johnson Jr. tackle. Gonna have to go that way. I I just think that the Raiders need so much O-line help, man. And I think that getting a tackle in there, regardless who's who's at quarterback, our offensive line needs to be better. Whether that's Brady, whether that's a young guy, whether that's whoever, Stidham, anybody in there is going to need some some help. And we need another tackle in there because damn it, it's not gonna help anything if our guys can't sit in the pocket, pass the ball. So hang me forward if you'd like. We're going Paris Johnson Jr., tackle at Ohio State. Okay. I would not be happy with you right now, but you are making the decision, and I support you. I think Will Anderson, like you said, he shouldn't be there. Generational talent, in my opinion. But I, I respect the move. We do need support there more than edge. So, Okay, at pick number 38, we have – a few different um, needs that are still out there. We just addressed the tackle position. We have an interesting need um, at quarterback Tanner McKee from Stanford. He looks like a fringe first-round pick. He is available at 38. We have Kalijah Kansi, defensive interior lineman, and then I would say outside safety. We got Drew Sanders, linebacker from Arkansas, and Eli Ricks um, from Alabama. So looking at this right now, Micah is going to shore up 
one side of the interior. I'm going to shore up the other. I'm going to go Kalija Kansi from Pittsburgh, defensive lineman, give me the roots. Which leads us to pick number 70. Micah, you're able to see that list. Once again, to recap, we've addressed offensive tackle. We've addressed defensive interior. Where are you going for this next pick, sir? So I'm going to stick on that same side of the ball, except we are going to jump into the secondary. We're going to go with Deontay Banks, cornerback out of Maryland, number 70 overall. Love it. Dressed a big need for the Raiders. Definitely a pretty loaded cornerback class, which I think is assuring or um, reassuring for us because we need all the help we can get, which leads us to the fourth round here, pick 109. Raiders have a handful of needs, as everyone knows. But just looking at it, this isn't going to be popular, but I am going to double down on the offensive line and take Joshua Gray at Oregon State, just number one based on value. And I think we have Colton Miller. We have, you know, obviously seventh overall pick. Hopefully there's someone that can slide into to play a guard because we have need at right tackle. We also have needs at guard. So we're going to stockpile the offensive line. Like Micah said, we're going to take our second offensive lineman of this draft, um, which takes to number pick number 142. Micah, you are on the clock. What say you? Make it pick number three for this offensive line. We're going to go Alasungan Alawatimi, center out of Michigan. Man, I think with, with just a lot of the positions that are on the board, as we're looking at it right now, getting this offensive line help is going to be unbelievable. And, and yes, I probably could have waited toward these rounds for us to just pile up <laughs> on tackles and guards. And, I wasn't going to say anything. And, and centers, you know, but here we are. You know, you got you got people. There's a lot of tackles that are fringe guard players. There's a lot of centers that can play guard, move around and everything. Versatility, something we need. Love it. I love that you're backing it, man. Let's just let's keep running this thing. So I pick number 174. I'm going to take edge rusher O'Shawn Mathis. Great name. Outside of yours was the best name last pick, but edge rusher out of Nebraska. I'm going to address the defensive line. We're, we're playing in the trenches right now, big dog. You know, that's what we're addressing. And it was a big need for the Raiders. We had Crosby who was not getting help on the inside. That's why we drafted someone on the interior, got another edge rusher to compliment. Mike is attacking the offensive line with my support as well. I think we're going to be in good shape for when Tom Brady or whoever comes over <laughs> ends up throwing the ball for us. So um, pick 182, Micah, you are on the clock, sir. Yeah, we are going to go with safety out of Virginia Tech, Chamari Connor. We need some safety help. We're not sure. Deron Harmon, you coming back? Not too sure about that. Trayvon Morig, kind of a sophomore slump. And our DBs need all the help they can get. Yep. I love it. Well, at pick number 216, I'm going to go with Elijah Higgins out of Stanford. We're going to get some more depth um, on the receiving or within our wide receiving core, add to the offense, start getting a little bit more uh, flashier with our picks here. And we can. We address the rough and tumble of the interior and ex- – not interior, <laughs> on both ends of the trenches. So I'm going to give you a wide receiver, give some help for whoever is throwing the rock to the Raiders next year, and it's certainly not Derek Carr. Pick 223, Mike, and you are on the clock, my friend. Everyone knows these names, by the way, once we get here. <laughs> this is hard, and, and the reason it's hard, it, it's not hard because of the two positions between the two players, but it is hard based on who has the better name on here. Yeah. Um, but I'm <laughs> going gonna, gonna to go with linebacker out of pit, 
Servassier Dennis. Don't know if that's how you pronounce it, but we're getting a linebacker. We need some linebacker help. Scroll down a little bit. There was a yeah, uh, yeah. wide receiver out of Hampton, uh, Jadakis Bonds. <laughs> I wanted to I mean, Jadakis. Jadakis Bonds. Jadakis like the rapper. <laughs> yeah, not like, uh, not like uh, Sadakis, the actor. <laughs> nope. Jadakis, Sadakis. Nope. Yeah. Anyways, right. yes, we're going Servassier and Dennis. <laughs> I think that's, I mean, probably a better name just because the first name, <laughs> I have no idea how it sounds, and then it's just Dennis. Yeah, exactly. Know, the the stark names. difference between the two. <laughs> All right. Well, the last pick, 253, we're currently sticking to our strategy once we get into the later rounds of picking very hilarious names. And I have to go with, out of Chattanooga, Devonsha Maxwell. Give me that more interior help, guys. Come on. We don't have that interior push. You know Devonsha Maxwell is going to give it to us. So give me him. And that is huge value at 253. So let's see how we grade out because they give you, give you grades based on picks. We'll just do it live. We'll close it out from here. Okay, so with the first pick, um, they gave you a B minus for Paris Johnson. All good because I got a B minus for my Kalijah Kansi. Third round, Deontay Banks, B minus. Good for you because I got a C plus with Joshua Gray. We are not doing great here. Overall, I'm not going to go through everyone, but grade of a B minus, Micah. Okay, we addressed a lot of needs that we thought, but um, PFF does not agree. They think it's a mediocre overall draft for for the Raiders. So that's it. I mean, it, it was our it was a one point. It was our test run. So. We had Absolutely. to kind of give it a shot there. We just ended up going with, we don't know who this is. So we're going to give the coolest name, which I think is a fair strategy. So that's all we got. Um, anything else you'd like to add here? No, I think that that covers it. You know, this is, uh, this is the dog days of winter, you know, when uh, <laughs> in, in Raiders news, when we, uh, you know, there's, it's just kind of fun stuff to speculate on, talk about randomly and, you know, just kind of go over not a whole lot of news, until we really start hearing some stuff about this Derek Carr stuff or whatnot. But, you know, as you had mentioned, we got until March before, you know, the actual season, you know, official NFL season is starting. So we'll make do till then. A lot of a lot of things to uh, touch on, speculate on and everything like that. But we wanted to get a mock draft out there for you guys. Maybe we'll do a we'll definitely do some more uh, like this and then maybe get into our own first round mock draft all overall. So, well, yeah. But yeah, we got the rest of the playoffs here. Um, and also the, the decision on Derek Carr, which is post Super Bowl. So a lot of things to cover um, leading up to free agency that kicks off in March and the NFL draft in April. So till then, Raider Nation, love you guys. Peace out. As always, we appreciate the love. Please share, subscribe, rate, review. Give us those five stars on Apple Podcast. Check out Raider Take Podcast YouTube channel. Uh, go download DraftKings Sportsbook, code TPPN. Best way to support the pod. And uh, yeah, hope you guys enjoyed it. A little different than uh, our normal go-to stuff. So hope you guys enjoy this uh, this next round of these playoff games. And we will see y'all next week.